Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. My name is DJ Woldridge, and with me, as always, is the uh, uh, we created a whole list. What was it? Radical. Wait, 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 wait. No, he's radical. Ah. The radical Roxy Star. Ah, wait. Maybe I already did these. The rambunctious Roxy Star. Gosh, no, dang it. Done, God, done, damn it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we got to go start going with the S ones for Stryer. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, splendiferous Stryer. He's right. I expected better. I thought Ooh. last time you and I workshopped some stuff and I thought I'd left notes for myself and it turns out either I didn't or I lost them. One of the two. There's nothing worse than being told that somebody expected better. We expected Oof. more of you. Listen, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Mm. The classic, the classic daggers. Roxy, how are you doing this week? I I'm doing, I'm doing, it does feel like life is going in a direction in which like things are happening. Yes. Um, so I'm, uh, I hate saying this, but I'm really tired. <laughs> I, How are you doing, DJ? Well, I, I know that you were doing, you were dealing with, with um, uh, technical stuff late into the evening. Uh, like, like you, I'm, I'm okay. It's, it's things, it's weird. It's that kind of like, I, I, I compare it to like, um, when you've got like an injury or something, you're mostly recovered, right? But there's still yeah. like, you know, some lingering, whatever. I don't know what more metaphor I'm going for here. Things are weird and they're probably going to be weird for a minute. But you know what? We're here. We're stoked to have everybody with us live. Glenn Caesar, Leonard Kim, Danny M., everybody else that is joining us live. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to also watch the shows live uh, Friday. Uh, 10 a.m. PST. You can do that at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. That is the best way for you to get the whole episode. Be part of the live chat. Uh, see the beautiful assets that I bring up. See our wonderful faces. Um, They're so nice. Our faces are so nice. We work on them for you guys. You could see Roxy with her hoodie up. Uh, I was saying it looked like she's either going into the ring or to a rap battle. Yo, yo. We still don't know which one that's for. We still don't know. We still, we'll still we find out at the end of the episode. Spoilers, you got to stick around for that. But let's get into the other things I need to say. I was going to say the opposite proper, but I do, there are other things. Um, uh, if you w- listen to this on Spotify, normally we ask you a question on the Spotify. I forgot last week. So we're going to redo the question I was going to ask, which is what other MCU characters should get a prequel movie like Natasha Romanoff has in Black Widow? So take care of that. And also you can go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. We please and thank you. Please and thank you. Do that. Not only can you, but sh- you should. You should. And if you've done it should before, you. you can again. And it, do- oh. it does nothing but, but help the show. So please do that. Now let's get into, we got some some big Marvel-y, conversationally stuff that we want to get into. And I think the big thing, obviously, Black Widow, we're going to be talking about, we're going to have a spoiler discussion of Black Widow, but that's not here yet. If you haven't done the, don't leave because we're not doing spoilers yet. What we are going to talk about is the new Marvel What If trailer. This is Marvel's first like official MCU-related animated series. Um, and of course, it's based off the long-running comic imprint marvel imprint what if where it's basically that is what i think i think the first what if comic was what if spider-man was part of the fantastic four that gives you an idea of of what we're dealing with here and this is a continuation of of that idea so it's like what if uh peggy carter got the super soldier serum instead of steve rogers uh what if uh t'challa was star lord instead of peter quill those are the big ones they've been they've been um, hyping up. I I did a, a brief breakdown that we'll get into, um, but before we do any of that, uh, let's talk a little bit. Roxy, how did you feel about this trailer? Because I actually think you and I are kind of on the same page. And that page is a different page than a lot of the internet. Yeah, uh, welcome to uh, welcome to any time you're not like immediately totally head over heels for any. Uh, major brand rollout that yeah it's kind of like you're on the outside of the general conversation yeah i I watched this trailer and i i actually did a live reaction on um, sen for it and then i went back and watched it again afterwards because the first time i watched it i was like hmm let me try that again and then i tried it again and i was like hmm yeah Uh, it's a little lackluster to me i love the concept of what if and I would love 
them to throw some wild scenarios. Yeah. But I didn't see that. That doesn't mean that doesn't exist. I don't think it does. But I think it's really a lot of like this person's this person, this person is this. And then uh, also those are things that like are kind of fun to explore, but we're exploring them all together. And I just don't think it's creating the best opportunity for individual what incredible storytelling of true what ifs. Yeah. So there, yeah, the trailer, obviously um, Chadwick was still around and we hear his voice and you'd have to be, you know, you'd have to be crazy for that, not to pull at your strings a little bit. Yeah. Uh, there's some voices that were missing. You know, I think that it was a different, uh, it was, I don't think it was Paul Bettany and I don't think it was Robert Downey Jr. I think they mm-hmm. said so some voices that we were missing that I would like to hear, but in general, it was definitely fine. I didn't feel like, Oh, F this show. I'm not going to watch it. But did this trailer get me to be like, this is my jam. Mm -mm. Yeah. And I think that's an important um, distinction to make because I, when they first talked about all the, they did the big rollout of all the Disney plus shows. I think this is the one that excited me the most that seemed uh, the, the, um, the most distinct from everything else that that kind of like would distance itself from the traditional Marvel formula. And so I came at this with a tremendous amount of excitement. Um, I like the idea of doing this animated because, you know, obviously you can get some voice actors back, but if you can't afford to bring Robert Downey Jr. back for like a half day audio read, like that's fine. We get it. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so I liked all that, but like you, this trailer left me concerned in that the, the big ones that we knew about before this trailer were you know there's a brief look at the marvel zombies but it was mostly like hey peggy carter's captain america now and that's she's captain carter but you know what i mean yeah and uh t'challa is star lord but then it kept like that you, you go down the list and it's like what if like you said it's like what if this character was this what if hawkeye's hulk what if this character is now this character and it's like yeah but that's what it you can do anything you can do any any of the things it doesn't need to be that one trick and then we'll talk about this a little bit there's an early shot where at first i thought it was from specifically t'challa's story but you notice like oh this is all the characters were following in a space together and then there's kind of connective tissue where it looks like we're seeing dr strange dealing with this it's like oh this is an anthology it's all connected it's all like uh, we actually have a question yeah. from. I'm less excited hearing you talk about it, DJ. Yeah, because it's uh, not not that there's anything wrong with it being connected, but I think part of the excitement was this doesn't have to deal with any of the things that the MCU's dealing. With. You can literally do anything, and the second you say, "Well, actually, it's it is connected," it's like I know that's going to get some fans really really excited because that's part of the MCU's bit, right? It's everything's connected, everything matters. B- but it's also cool to just do do other things. Like, I, you know, it doesn't need to be. Uh, STS2884 says, any chance the realities we see in the what if will show up in the next Doctor Strange? And I think there's 100% chance that at least like Peggy Carter as Captain Carter is going to show up. At least one or two. 100% because multiverse yep. of madness. Yep. So it makes perfect sense. Also, I think that we've, talked a bunch of times about how one of disney's major major focuses and not a side focus main focuses is disney plus Mm -hmm. they're trying to get as many eyes and ears there as possible and so in doctor strange in the multiverse of madness there is a reference to something that happens in what if and half the people in the theater go oh my god and then that causes more people to go watch just the same way that Star Wars did with the reveal of somebody was not dead. Somebody was Dar- in Solo. There was Darth um, Maul, and in um, Rogue One, there was Saw Gerrera, who's from the Clone Wars cartoon. Right. So, in the same way that people pick up on extra things, doesn't make it so that the people watching the movie are like lost, confused, or not in it. But it just means if you're watching the TV shows, you're getting a deeper experience. And so for sure that also because it's fun. Uh, so that I'm looking forward to. I like seeing that transfer over to the live action. But just this actual show, there's probably going to be some episodes I like. I kind of wanted it to just be like more Black Mirror-ish. Where yeah. it's like we're, we're really throwing them into fucking crazy ass situations or worlds or 
what if, and then like insert anything you can think of here. What if this was on Mars? What if this person had never been born? What if uh, this sliding doors, one person dropped a, a teddy bear and that changed the entire trajectory of this hero. What if this person's parents were still alive? What if, you know, like it's cool to trade the characters, but that to me isn't really what if it's like wife swap or whatever. <laughs> no, uh, so there's just so many. I just listed, I'm sure some of the things I just listed were really bad. And if we fleshed them out, that wouldn't be a great episode. But you get what I'm pitching. Yeah, like the just- overall concept of of really exploiting the idea of what, what if it is. And there is still an opportunity for that to be the case, but it's not really what the trailer presented us. It presented us like one specific gimmick that we're going to do multiple times. Uh, and let, let's go into that. I will say the one thing I do... Two two things that I do love about maybe this being connected to the water MCU. Jeffrey Wright is the Watcher. I love the Watcher. I think the Watcher is a really fun character. I was actually kind of bummed he didn't show up in some capacity in Infinity War or Endgame because that felt like for a character that's like I'm supposed to be around when big things happen. That felt like I think he'd show up for. Um, but uh, that was a big moment. That was. I think that maybe maybe he didn't. He's well. They do the backsies. They bring everybody back. So I'm not going to show up for this one. Um, but the idea and and that weirdly that's like my favorite when Jeffrey Wright's voice comes in as the watcher I'm like oh cool just I'm just uh, so cool. Also, I love Haley Atwell. I love the Agent Carter show. The idea like if her version, Super Soldier version of her shows up in uh, Doctor Strange, I'll I'll be really excited about that just cuz I like her yeah. a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of people will be excited about her and also this is going to be a stupid thing to say but it does feel like she's earned it. Mm-hmm. Like he's been around for a while in this universe, so like, and yeah. theoretically, her of the ABC Netflix shows, her Agent Carter show is the most likely to have actually been canon because Jarvis actually showed up in Endgame, and it was yeah, produced yeah, yeah. by the Russo brothers. So, like, yeah. she does she sure, matters. I take it. <laughs> I like that logic. Yeah, makes sense to me. Checks out. So let's go into what we see, or at least what I was able to see and what we see. And Roxy, if you picked up anything else, please throw it in there. Uh, of course, the big one is, and this actually, I, I, maybe this set the bar too high for me, because this opening scene is more of what I want to see from this. The idea of like Killmonger saving Tony Stark from Iron Man ever happening. Um, and that lo- looks to it looks to end up more being what if Killmonger was Black Panther, which interests me less as like Tony Stark and Killmonger hanging out and being buddies. Like, I want to see that show. Um, uh, I think there's a question that a lot of us had asked while watching the actual live action movies is like we have so many questions about Killmonger and like what if he this what if he so yeah. including him in this series makes a lot of sense to me yeah and I I didn't it didn't sound like Michael B Jordan which is kind of a bummer but you know again it's money yeah. I get it I'm not sure I'm not sure I don't think so either though um so then we get a shot of the Avengers classic shot of the Avengers the circle shot from the movie and then it switches to again this kind of alt Avengers what I saw was we got Killmonger's Panther T'Challa as Star-Lord Gamora with Thanos's sword and very briefly you see Captain Carter at the beginning of that spin shot are you calling them alt Avengers or is that what they're called I haven't heard I've heard different different uh reaction channels took referring to them as different thing multiverse avengers yeah i i think and i don't know if this is if they're supposed to be an avengers i think i just call them alt avengers because they're it's intercutting with that shot of the avengers which the trailer it's like okay well this is the what if avengers which would actually be cool uh there there is a um uh exiles there's a there's a, a marvel comic called exiles where a bunch of popular multiverse characters kind of team up uh, for multiverse it's basically legends of tomorrow but instead of time travel it's multiverse um and so like this could be their version of of that um we see t'challa as star lord um there appears to be an army of loki's at one point um dr strange strange meets captain carter uh and we see some other dr strange stuff which leads me to believe that this this will 100 impact multiverse of madness yeah what I I saw a shot of what I assumed was Ghost from Ant Man and the Wasp in the Quantum Realm. It definitely appears to be Quantum Realm. It's a hooded figure. It's what if, so it could be any yeah. character. We do see some Spider Man, and in the poster they released, it, there appears to be Spider Man in Doctor Strange's cloak. I don't know if that means he's the Sorcerer Supreme or if he's just wearing the cloak. Everyone's calling him Harry Potter. 
I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. That that is what that would be, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, we get a shot. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> so good. We get a shot of the Marvel zombies. I don't know how that fits in all this. Yeah, there's a shot of what appears. Do you to have be- any guesses on that? Uh, I be I'm again with your you're my concern so far. I hope it's just a Marvel zombies episode. Like I hope it's yeah, not yeah. like a thing. I hope it's just like, hey, you know those Marvel zombies comics that were popular about a decade ago here's this here's what that if? yeah yeah it's a zombie but with marvel stuff like you, again i i'm a big believer you don't need to try that hard but you know whatever um there's a shot of black widow throwing a shield i'm wondering if it's possibly red guardian shield they talk a little bit about in his movie he had a shield i don't think we see it in black that'd widow. be really cool that would be cool. We see an army of Ultrons, which seems to tie directly into the plot line that at least interests me the least. It's like, what if Hawkeye was Hulk? I'm like, oof, I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. And in the poster, I was trying to figure out what this There's an armored figure that looks like it has the Infinity Stones in the armor. And I'm wondering, because there's that one shot of Vision pulling out the Mind Stone. I'm, and it's the figure in the poster has a red face. I'm wondering if it's Vision in Infinity Stone armor. Which is seems pretty like it could be pretty cool. That's what I saw. Right? Did was there anything in that that maybe I missed? Oh, you, you picked up uh, most of the things that I saw too. Um, like uh, some weird things with Doctor Strange, like evil Doctor Strange. Yeah, maybe? he looks either sickly or evil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, all of this is exactly what I saw as well, uh, and. And some of it, as you read through it, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Mm, that one might not be for me. And I guess that's the good part about having it a show where I'm hoping that I can kind of pop in and out and none of it really matters that much to the overall story. If I'm not liking an episode, maybe I'll just skip it. Yeah. Well, and it is worth mentioning that you've, you're on the record as not being the biggest fan of animation. Yeah, I know. That's the other thing about all of this. Yeah. However... It's hard for me to say that when, like, I love Batman the Animated Series. And yeah. I love Harley Quinn the Animated Series. Like, when it comes to animation, it is very true, DJ, that it's not particularly my jam. But all that being said, superheroes are my jam. Mm-hmm. So superhero animated shows I'm much more likely to watch than, like, uh, Family Guys of yeah. the world. Not that that's a, obviously it's still a great show, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying like of, of all the animated things, what if is one that I'm like, what if? The, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, the reason it's so great to do it. I understand why they're doing it animated. Yes. But that's why you really need to play into what if, cause mm-hmm. like you're going to make an animated show like this. So throw the craziest scenarios that you've ever fucking seen. Yes. Yeah. And I will also say having me animated, doing what if an alternate reality, it's a good ch- opportunity to do multiple different animation styles to represent the different universes, but whatever. Um, also, it should be mentioned, we, Howard the Duck is in there. I know a lot of people were kind of freaking out about that. Um, I also will oh, say yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the stylized cell shaded animation style I am into. However, there's one particular clip where Thor is speaking, where we kind of sit on it for a second and the, the, it's animated, but the acting felt off from, it didn't, it didn't, it felt, it felt off. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, it's important that you get the, it's, I hope the animation's good. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it doesn't just look cool. I hope it like works to convey feelings and emotions and stuff. I agree completely. What was it that he, that people are calling him like, um, something Thor, uh, cool Thor, some, some, something that people are calling him. Yeah. That moment for me, like, he was like surfer bro I don't know. It yeah. just was kind of off. And his voice, it just felt like his voice was doing one thing and his face was doing another thing. It's like, oh, we're going to need to, that's, yeah, Think but, that. yeah, yeah, it's going to link up. And it's like, and, and obviously Disney Plus like is doing Bad Batch right now. Like they have animation pros in there. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, stylistically, I think it's cool. And some of the action looks really cool. Uh, I just, I just hope it like, I hope it, it all kind of melds together really well. But before we move off of this, Roxy, is there a what if scenario that that you would like in particular like to see? Like Dream World? Yeah, like Dream World. Like here's a couple of mine. Here's a couple of mine. The the one I'd really like to see is like, and they would never do, what if 
Don Cheadle was in Iron Man 1 instead of Terrence Howard. And we just do the scenes from Iron Man 1, but, but Don Cheadle acting it out instead of the instead of Terrence Howard and since we replaced him. We're like, we went back to the Incredible Hulk and I'm like, what if Mark Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo was yeah. in Incredible Hulk instead of Ed Norton? And I was like, yeah, I would actually like to see how they perform those same scenes differently. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's the best idea yet. Yes. Yes, DJ. I want that so bad. I mean, in Dream of Dream, what if worlds, if we were like what if Han Solo stopped by? Oh my I mean, God. Like, yeah, actually, that is the, I mean, obviously there's the jokes of like Star Wars and Marvel crossing over because Disney, but like, what if that is where you can do that? That's where it's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then like, not even like knocks on the door. And I was like, oh, sorry, wrong show. Closes, <laughs> like whatever it is, or unless we can get them for longer, but like any kind of, we're on Disney. So like any kind of what if, we could play with different characters, different franchises. Come on. Yeah. I think another. Uh, do a Mighty Ducks crossover, you cowards. You do won't. It. You, you need to do it. Like, Yeah, there's so many. I, I, and I think as we move forward, there actually might be more opportunity to do cool stuff. Like once we have a Fantastic Four, like what if the Fantastic Four were at the Battle of New York? You know what I mean? Like what if the X-Men had shown up? earlier what it like you could do now that everything it's animated what if the fox x-men joined these events instead of like i'm assuming we're going to cast whole new x-men for the x-men franchise what if it was the fox x-men instead of you know what i mean like what if chris evans captain america teamed up with chris evans human torch yeah yeah totally i don't know I don't what know. What if Quicksilver and Quicksilver met? <laughs> what if, what if the Quicksilver, the Evan Peters Quicksilver and WandaVision actually uh, mattered or uh, pertained yeah. to anything at all? <laughs> Name of the episode. <laughs> what if they mattered? Well, and it's also a good opportunity to kind of go back and like any anybody that had any complaints or or maybe you look back with some perspective and thought like, well, what if we did this differently? This is the opportunity to do that stuff. It's it's kind of in a weird way, something that they get to do with the whole scroll thing. Like if there's like, for example, it feels like um, uh, people were not on board with, uh, I'm totally blanking on her name, um, the Carter, current blonde Carter that was the the boss at Madripoor. Um, uh, uh, um, Van Camp, Emily Van Camp. Emily Van Camp's character. Anyway, the Ooh, people did, uh, Sharon, Sharon. Sharon Stone. Yeah. No, Sharon, no, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. You people didn't, didn't love the reveal with Sharon Carter. And I think it's like, oh yeah, but then all you have to do is be like, actually she was a scroll. So it doesn't matter that she's evil now because she's just a scroll. You, you yeah. get little, little retcons like that. What if kind of becomes another opportunity to like, you know, even for Kevin Feige to go back and like, what if we'd done this differently? Like, what if we, what if we change this thing? Like, what if, like, I think you could look at age of Ultron, right. And you could say like, wow, Tony fucked up bad. He fucked up bad with Ultron. So you can do a, what if like, well, what if Tony hadn't created Ultron and you make it worse? And you're like, well, I guess it's okay that he did Ultron that, you know, I don't know. <laughs> totally. I'm with you on all these, which of the ones that they actually presented is the one that you're like, okay, if I get to watch one episode of this, it would be that thing. Um, I, I, this is a, the kind of, I feel like a cheap answer, but honestly the captain Carter, cause I love Peggy Carter. And I think that is the, one of the best distillations of the premise of like, what if she got the super soldier serum instead of Steve's like, yeah, that's classic. What if shit outside of those main ones, if they let it kind of just be the, I, I think I'm attracted to this one just because it's, it's not the, like, what if this character, but this character Marvel zombies, just cause it's like. Yeah, just do The Walking Dead, but with Marvel characters. That's that's all it needs to be. <laughs> I love The Walking Dead. You you had me at The Walking Dead. And you love Marvel characters, but for, how about you? What for you? What what of these is like? Oh, I'm actually into that. I mean, I feel like I can't. Even though the actual pitch for it isn't my favorite, I feel like I can't miss the T'Challa episode. Uh, I mean, yeah, 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 for obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how they're going to do that. Um, you know, it's probably going to be one of those things where the actual content of the episode is not sad at all, but it, it just has this kind of somber tone because of the, you think like, uh, in memory of, or do you oh, think 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, not to, not to derail us a little bit, but I know that I, I, I think either they have started or they will be starting filming the black Panther sequel soon. Um, and I'll be interested to see, you know, there's reports coming out. It's heavily, uh, rumored that it's going to deal with Atlantis and Namor, which could be cool. But I remember there was a fan petition 
um, a while back to recast the character. And the argument was like, listen, I, I, we obviously know how important Chadwick was to it. We know how he founded it, but like T'Challa and what he represents to people in his story is also important. And so it's important to maybe continue that story. And my knee jerk reaction was like, meh. And, and then I, but then I, I looked at like what they, what they were saying with the petition. I'm like, there, there is, and, and I, I think I was thinking about it because hearing him again in this, it's like, yeah, I want, I want more T'Challa. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want every character in that movie is great, but it's like, I want more of his story. I don't know. Totally. I'm with you. I also feel like it feels a little different today than it felt when that petition was like five days later. And it was like, okay. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I'm, I'm with you and we'll see what happens moving forward. But yeah, that's the episode where like, even though it's not my favorite of the pitches, I'm kind of just like, wow, what's he going to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. So those are our thoughts on what if, let us know what, what if you're most excited for. And, you know, if you could have your own pie in the sky dream, what if, let us know what it is. So let's talk about Hellbent. Uh, I was just on Roxy's Daily Show with my co-writer, Jenna July, um, talking about it. But I want you all to talk about it because as of, as of this episode and when it drops, um, on podcast places where you're listening to this, we're days away from the campaign being over. So if you haven't checked out Hellbent, go to hellbentcomicbook.com. You, you've only got a few more days to pick up the comic. Also, as I mentioned on Roxy's show, the a lot of my old inventory for for uh, Chaos Theory, my original comic, has been included in this, and I went through it, and this is all I have. So, and they're limited rewards. So that number you see, I think there's like. Uh, around 10-ish left between the two perks that have it. That's it. Once that goes, there's no more chaos theory. So um, if you want to check out this comic, if you want to check out my original comic, but I was actually just going through, we were were doing a final script pass before we sent it to the letter, and I'm just really proud of what Jane and I and the whole team have created, Heather, uh, Haley, Ellie, the whole art team. A lot of amazing, talented people working with me on this this comic. Um, It's a real labor of love. And we're getting close to our second stretch goal, which not only the stretch goal will allow us to add more pages to the comic to help flesh out the story, um, fill in some backstory um, uh, stuff for our main antagonists and and parts of the world. And so that's going to be really cool. That's something we want to share with you. But it also puts us in a better um, financial position to to move forward with a, a sequel because Jane and I aren't making any money off of this. All this money is going towards our artistic collaborators and shipping it out to you. We're not at a point where we're earning enough that that she and I can make any money off of this. So this is all about making the comic. So reaching that second stretch goal puts us in a better position to continue the story, not only ex- expand the comic that you will get, but uh, start working on the follow-up. So Please, 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 please. We could really, even though this campaign is doing incredibly well, we could still use your support. So please go to hellbentcomicbook.com. There's a link in the description, all that jazz. Go there. There's only a few days left. It's Seriously, we're, we're winding down. So now's the time. It was the time before. It's even more the time now. By the time you're listening to this, let's hope it's not too late. Let's, let's hope know? it's not too late. Let's know, by this time next week, it'll be too late. So get on wow. it. Get on it. Thank you. Please and thank you. <laughs> I really loved meeting Jaina. Yeah, she's fantastic. And it was I was really thankful that um the timing worked out because as we talked about, like she's she's got a, a normal job. She's a, a, you know what yeah. I mean? Where not what we do, where we're just bouncing around from one show to the next, doing whatever we can. So scheduling to get her on some of the promotional stuff has been has been uh difficult. And so I was really thankful that you were able to have us on. Um, so that she had more of an opportunity to to talk about the comic as well. But and also, if you go to the page, we I did have a sit down with her and Heather, our main artist, for the book. So you can check that out as well. But I was I was very happy to to go on your show and be able to talk about it because it's you know like you ask questions about our the history of our friendship and stuff like that. So it was cool talking. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And you can just tell like she's so so proud of the and stoked about the comic yeah. which is cool too because yeah. i've talked to you about it a bunch of times but i haven't been able to talk to her about it and it was it was cool to see yeah yeah well thank again yeah. thank you i know i said that off here but thank you yeah, thank you for having us on congratulations thank you thank you call back another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Anyway, we're back to talking about Black Widow. You're like, oh, you just talked about that last week. Yes, we did. But now it's out. So but also, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Because now we get to what do if? spoilers. What if? Yeah. What if? Spoilers. So if you haven't seen Black Widow, which I think as of the live episode is probably most of you, uh, maybe skedaddle out of here. Um, because we don't want to spoil it for you. Because I there was there were some things that I did not know going in that surprised me. And I was very happy with myself to have not spoiled everything for myself. However, in preparing for this episode, it took very little work to stumble across those spoilers. <laughs> so uh, if you don't know, do yourself a favor and back out now. Uh, what did you say? Bounce. Bounce? Found them to bounce. So I had to go back, DJ. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I did the Rotten Tomatoes last week, but as of this recording, it is 81%. It dipped a little bit. Um, Black Widow's deeper themes are drowned out in all the action, but it remains a solidly entertaining standalone adventure that is rounded out by a stellar supporting cast. And it's directed by Kate Shortland, written by Eric Pearson, with a story by Jack Schaefer from WandaVision and Ned Benson. So let's, we've already given our spoiler warning. Let's dive in. Uh, the, uh, turns out like this is all leading up to literally um uh, natasha dyeing her hair blonde and flying off to help the avengers in infinity war um help cap cap and his team um busy there's no avengers cameos the avengers there there was a bit at the end uh where after they do the big action sequence in the red room in the sky and the floating sky fortress that a jet lands that's all the girls from the red room but in my theater everybody was like as if it was the cat steve rogers was gonna run out and you know what i mean i was watching by myself and i never that never crossed my mind yeah it was it it was the energy in the room we we were all waiting for uh, steve rogers to show up i think um, but that didn't happen, and I think it, that is probably for the best because this is the finally, god damn it, Blackwater got her own movie. We do, she doesn't need any of the boys to show up to uh, spoil her fun. Um, and the uh, f- the after credit scene, we're getting into it, everybody jumps ahead to post end game. Yelena is at uh, Black Widow's grave. She gets visited by Julie Louis-Dreyfus as Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, which is something we knew when she showed up in Falcon and Winter Soldier that she would be in this movie. And I completely forgot watching the movie. You. I completely forgot. And then when it happened, I was like, oh, yeah. Did you think there's that bit? That they, one, I, I honestly, we talked about this in review. I love the movie. I genuinely loved it. It's It really, it, it, it got right into my like old school action movie brain. And I was very thankful for that. Uh, but there is, I didn't remember if there was a setup for it, but at the end of the movie, um, Scarlett, uh, Scarlett Johansson and, uh, uh, um, uh, Florence, uh, uh, Florence Pugh do this little like whistle thing at each other. And I was like, wait, did, did we establish that they whistle at each other? And then in the after credit scene, she does her whistle. And I don't know about you, Roxy. I was like, Oh, here we go. There's going to be the whistle. And it's going to be like, is, is uh, Natasha still alive? But no, it's, Julie Lee Dreyfus shows up and completely like steps on the mo- moment, uh, yeah. which, which I thought was a good swerve. And she asked Yelena if she wants to take down the person that quote unquote killed Natasha. And she shows her a picture of Hawkeye, which I think sets up. I don't know if we already knew this. I didn't know it, that Yelena is, looks like Yelena's going to show up in the Hawkeye show. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think that that solidified that or do you think that that's what you think is happening? I don't know where else we would resolve it. My instinct is to be like, oh, she's going to be in the Hawkeye show, Um, uh, which is which is cool. It's I think this is the it's wild. This is our first real crossover between the Disney Plus shows and the and the movies in that way. Uh, Obviously, originally this was supposed to come out before Falcon and Winter Soldier. So it was going to be a movie thing going into the show, which we got. But this is the first time we had a show thing go into a movie. Um, what about you? Do you, do you think Yelena is going to show up? Is it going to be like for an episode? Or is she going to be like a part of the ensemble of that show? Well, I, I'm more, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know how she's going to take this. Yeah. Like, do you think she just blindly is now going after Hawkeye? 
And like to the death, obviously not, but like, what does that look like? That's, that's what will determine how many episodes or how long, like if she's, if this is more of a heads up situation, if this is more of a uh, capture and release situation, or if this is more of a, I'm going to get you in your uh, little dog too situation. (laughs) So what do you He does have a dog. He has pizza dog. She's going to go after him and pizza dog. Yep. Yep. What do you think? Um, I would, if my normal TV brain says this will be an episode, this will be, but uh, the, the Marvel shows are not structured like a lot, like traditional TV shows. So it might be, she might be around for longer. I do think that this works with Yelena in a way that it wouldn't have worked with other Avenger characters because she is so, uh, they, they do this really interesting thing with Lyanna. Well, uh, Yelena, excuse me, where they kind of like, she's ruthless. She's a deadly assassin, but there's also a naivete there, uh, because she's just been woken up from, from being out of the red room's control that I think is really effective. And so it would make sense to me if this character, cause like they don't, I don't know how public the Avengers have been with the fact that like, yeah, Hawkeye and Black Widow went to a planet where one of them had to die to get a stone. Like it's a whole thing. Like it's a whole thing to explain. Uh, and I don't know if now we're forcing Clint to explain that to her. Cause like, that's going to bog down that I would assume relatively grounded show, but uh, whatever. Um, I'm also more excited. I'm very excited about the idea of seeing Yelena more, in this stuff, I'm so excited for the new characters we've been introduced. Again, I've just, I, yeah, I really, good. I'm they're on really board good. with the way Phase Four is building out the characters we have, and I think Yelena's a really good wild card. And I'm glad we get a confirmation of like, oh yeah, she's going to be back. Yeah, I agree. I think that you can't watch this movie. One of my big takeaways from Black Widow was that you can't watch this movie and not want to see more Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. She just is really, really good, solid, and there's a lot more of her character to be developed and learned. So for so many reasons, I feel like the future of the MCU is in these newbies' hands. Yes. Not newbies as in, you know, she's a very accomplished actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newbie to this universe, yeah. Newbie to this universe because we're getting these powerhouses. Yeah. Uh, And to the point where even when we're talking about some of our shows, like an Owen Wilson or whatever, like, we have powerhouses coming through mm-hmm. and she is at the top of that list. Uh, and, and I think that this is almost like Marvel saying to us and maybe not, but Marvel saying to us, we hear you guys that we should have done a black widow movie sooner. And that an origin story for her was equally as justifiable as any of the origin stories that we did for Thor or Cap mm-hmm. or Iron Man or Hulk, you know? So we hear you guys, we are presenting a, a new Black Widow and we are starting this off right with somebody who we're like spending time with. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I don't know whether, I don't know whether it's a Hawkeye show or also maybe partially resolved there or partially uh, there or a Black Widow too. Well, so there's a couple questions off that based on what you said. So I think first thing I want to touch on is this question from Danny um, from the Discord. He said uh, he really enjoyed the movie. The beginning felt like the Americans, which was great. My question is, do you think a Black Widow movie? Yeah, right. It was really cool. My question, do you think a Black Widow movie made in 2010 slash 2012 when we originally heard rumblings would have been similar to this? No. Agreed. No, I don't. Which is the one reason I'm I dig that we waited. Yeah, I don't think we should have, but I liked this movie so, and I don't think we would have gotten the same thing. Yeah, I think like I think you would have gotten a dude to direct, um, and I feel like because 2010, 2012, that's that's around that's around Iron Man two and Avengers, right? So it probably would have been a dude directing. I think we would have. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, Guy Ritchie. We would have. I actually think that's a really that's a really solid bet to who they might have gotten. <laughs> um, and I think we would have leaned a lot more into her sexy fame, femme fatale stuff. And I'm kind of glad, yeah. like it, that is a part of the character. I think it it it's it's hit or miss. I think it can be, it has been used effectively in movies and it has not been used effectively in the movies. But I'm also glad that this movie didn't spend any time with that. That's not who this character is at this point. Yeah, and it's also uh, would have been probably really wildly inappropriate considering the story that they were trying to tell about their past and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's that 
totally that this was the version that I did want to see. I just wanted to see it sooner and, but that would have probably cause us to see it differently. So yeah, I definitely, uh, definitely think that this, if they're going to tell the story now, this was the right one to tell. But talking about moving forward, though, DJ, do you think that the, she's going to be leading her own Black Widow movie? Well, that was the other thing I wanted to, to bring up with you was, do you think we touched on this briefly? I tried not to dive into it too much last week because I didn't want to spoil the fact that most of our main core team in this movie made it out of the movie. Um, I think we'll see more of them. I, I This setup of like doing it flashing back i felt like gave us room to be like well okay so this movie takes place between civil war and infinity war now we can do one that takes place there's a five-year gap between oh it's at the beginning of endgame and endgame but like in between infinity war and endgame like we could do another black widow movie with scarlett johansson there like she's theoretically leading the avengers at that point like and florence Pugh or no 100 florence Pugh. i want her back i want her in the movies i especially think like when you think about like what an Avengers situation might look like. You think about the characters we have like Yelena. And if it's like, you thought the OG Avengers were dysfunctional, this, this would be a whole other level of dysfunctional. So 100%. But I, I, after seeing this, it's like, I kind of don't want this to be yes. More Yelena give all for it. She definitely was the standout in the movie. Yes. But scarred you too. Yeah. I don't, I'm not this. I thought I was ready to let go. I'm kind of not. Now this game, this was like, oh, we, yeah, let's do more of this before. Again, if we can have Han show up for like five or six movies between the movie he died and when we catch up to that, like we can do that with Scar Joe. What about you? Are you think like, no, Black Widow 2 is Yelena centric and we just move on? Or do you think we have Scar Joe come back for some more? I kind of feel like what's going to be hard is incorporating them both into the same story again. Hmm both scar joe and yelena because where and when would we do that like what and what would be i mean obviously this is somebody's job to figure out in longer <laughs> than a five second question but and it is doable but i do think that that would be a challenge to get them both back together especially with where the post-credit scene went for this one yeah and jumping i i don't know but i do want to see more scar joe you know it Black Widow had not been my favorite character in the MCU. Yeah. And now I really, really like her. I've always loved ScarJo as Black Widow, but just I felt like they kind of did her dirty at times. And now yeah. I finally want to see more of this character. And I kind of, I feel like we might be able to, but we might not. Um, so I can't tell whether it's better to just jump ship. At least I got this full-blown Yelena yeah. or to try to duo them or to try to separate paths them and have both simultaneously existing, one in the past and one in the present. Yeah, I think the the way you would do the movie is, you know, between after the snap uh, and before Endgame, you know, ScarJo's kind of it looks like Natasha's kind of running what's left of the Avengers, and you know, she has this whole other family and whole other team that's theoretically maybe, um, you know, training these the Red Room widows that they saved, and so she goes to them to help her with a special assignment or something. You know what I mean? Something that she's not willing to go to for them, or maybe they call her in. Because the widows vanish, I don't know. Um, the the problem with that is it's like we're, we're going to keep living with this snap for like a long like yeah, Falcon yeah. And Winter Soldier dealt with it. Every Black Widow movie's deal, you know what I mean? Like it's it's it, at some point the franchise is going to need to move past oh, that event. Yeah, which is which would go to your point of Yelena. The other question I wanted to ask you is I wanted to discuss with you is what do you think? val's plan is so we saw recruit um john walker as u.s agent she's talking to yelena i'm wondering if we're kind of setting up val is making her own avengers like maybe a, a secret avengers or dark avengers or maybe this is our gateway into the thunderbolts we've got zemo we finally have like marvel's not killing off every villain we've ever gotten like we're, we we might have be able to have like a villain team um, and I also wonder if this you goes. Think Yelena would fit in with the villain team, possibly. I, I mean, it it wouldn't at that point. It wouldn't be a straight up villain team, right? Especially if you get Zemo in there. We've kind of moved Zemo past normal villain parameters. Right. It'd be more of like your anti-hero team because that's kind of where U.S. Agent falls, right? He's not strictly a villain, but he's not. It, I don't think he's at the point where he would be on what we would consider a traditional Avengers team. So, do you think that Val is bad? I think Val is, I think Val is our new Nick Fury and we're going back to a space. 
where Nick Fury is more or this Val this this version of Nick Fury Val is a more ambiguous figure. She seems a little bit more ruthless. So maybe. is Val actually our Amanda Waller? Yeah, I think I think yes. I think maybe closer to that. Um, uh, and I I wonder if you know obviously a lot has been talked about. We've talked about a lot how very clearly Marvel is setting up the Young Avengers, like hardcore, like banking on this hard. But I wonder if we've been covertly building this other, again, Secret Avengers, yeah. Dark Avengers team, and then maybe we might actually get Young Avengers versus whatever Val's team is. That would be cool. Why Why does Val want Hawkeye gone? Good question. Good question. Good question. I don't know. I that uh I, I wonder if they know when they set that up or if they're like that's for the Hawkeye show to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll figure that out later. I yeah. don't know either. I don't know. Maybe Hawkeye's we, a scroll. Val clearly wants people doing her dirty work, which means that Val, you know, Val wouldn't just give real Lane this information if she didn't want something to happen with Hawkeye. So yeah, I do think that whatever Val is up to, I feel like is directly connected to whatever's going to happen with secret invasion and i think i feel that way because val is traditionally associated with nick fury in the comics and they kind of pitched um secret invasion as sam jackson's show uh Mm -hmm. and so it's like okay so this feels like maybe and and i i can't imagine doing any version of the secret invasion plot line without um a team situation and now that I'm saying it, I'm I'm set, Roxy. I'm doing it. I'm setting myself up for failure. I was like, I well, we could get John Walker versus a scroll version of Chris. We bring Chris Evans back to play Scroll Cap, just to have him trade punches with John Walker. That could be really cool. That would be so sick. What if? What if? Oh my God! What if? See, those are things you could do with what if. What if John Walker w- was a r- trying to be Cap when Steve was still around? What, what if? if- what if Steve hadn't left and became an old man and then went to the moon? For that one. We have a lot of what ifs. So um, I also want to talk to you about a little bit of a surprise. Uh, big fan of Taskmaster in the comics. A little bit of a swerve here. Olga Kurilenko plays um, Drakov, Murray Winston's character's daughter. And she ends up, so she's Antonia and she ends up being Taskmaster, which I think most people when you're watching the movie, the second they're like, Black Widow blew up this bad guy's daughter, uh, but did she? And also, who's this character behind the mask? You're like, well, clearly it's going to be the character that may or may not have been blown up. Like, that's how these movies work. We know how. That was pretty pretty clear to me as well, yeah. Yeah. but Because who else? Yeah, literally, who else? Could it be? Like, I know that people were speculating, like, could it be a clone of Winter Soldier? I'm like, no. (laughs) No, No, it really couldn't. Um, I liked, they do, however, set up Taskmaster in kind of the Winter Soldier role where it's like, they show up, shit happens. Like it's, you know, they, they tear shit up, but we leave taskmaster, uh, Antonia in kind of a way to be deprogrammed. Yeah. Redeemed. She's a character. I could see if we did do a dark Avengers or like a, like a thunderbolts, I could see that version of taskmaster showing up. Um, and I've also, I don't know if you've seen this now, most people have seen the movie. I saw taskmaster trending, trending on Twitter and you'll be shocked to learn that all the nerd boys are not too happy about this change with the character, which is wild. How? <laughs> How? Uh, yeah. I like the Taskmaster reveal storyline, even though it was predictable and everything. Cool. Yeah. All right. Worked for me fine. I saw a lot of people say that this, the villain in this, the villain situation in this was not the strongest. I agree. Yeah, Marvel but tends like, to, yeah. Marvel tends to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so still worked worked fine I, I believe DJ you had talked about how the third act was weaker for you I also agree with that Yeah. so you know, there were things about this that rock and rolled so hard including that Nirvana cover oh my god yeah and I, speaking of the ending and that I, the, that opening montage with the Nirvana cover where we see the young girls in the shipping crates. And I was like, why this is dark for a Marvel movie. Like this is really effed up. And then mm-hmm. Drakov's line at the end, like it's like the only commodity that nobody gives a shit about is these young women. I was like, Oh damn. Like that was, that was a really like, you yeah. know, cause there were, <clears throat> there were moments in Captain Marvel where it's like, we're going to talk about women stuff. And it just felt very like we're trying. And that I thought that a lot of the stuff in this was, 
more subtle and handled in a more organic way. Uh, and I was impressed again, like in that way, it does feel like older action movies that dealt with like human trafficking and stuff like that. But it's like, I'm kind of blown away that like Marvel would even like acknowledge that stuff like this kind of, you know, like in the MCU, this also kind of exists as like, Oh, wow. Yeah. And the tone at the beginning too. I love, was it Danny that said it was like uh, the Americans? Yeah. It really was. And I loved that tone. And that was really different than a Marvel property anything that we've seen so far yeah and again leading into that action stuff that that's a good example of like that action movie mindset of like okay chase scene they need to get to a plane uh that's cool but you know what'd be cooler is if uh he's on the wing with a sniper rifle shooting at cars on the wing as it's taking off i was like yeah do you're a marvel movie you got to amp it up so like that was sick we need to escape the base, but you know what? The base is also in the sky, but you know what? Also, we're going to have Black Widow fight Taskmaster in the sky as they're both falling. I'm like, fuck yeah, you are. Like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yup. Yup. Yeah. There's a lot of cool shots here. A lot of cool, like, aerial things going on, too. The I whole, definitely like that. The whole prison break sequence. And again, another... That was incredible. The prison break sequence. Holy shit, DJ. I was yeah. like, how are they... You, you ever watch something and you really think to yourself, how are they doing Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again it escalated great like uh, you know you have him breaking out and then the fight breaks out and then she uses the rocket launcher and so then there's an avalanche I'm like fuck yeah like that that at that point I was 100% sold on everything the movie was doing I was like I'm, I'm in it to win it yeah. uh, and shout out we've talked about it but like David Harbour as Alexei I do think some of his jokes didn't quite or like a little bit too I feel like that wasn't his fault I I agree. I, I I totally agree. Also, good week for David Harbour because he was also in No Sudden Move, which is on HBO Max, and he is fucking hilarious. He has got Harvard. one of the funniest scenes in that in that movie as well. I I have a question for you. Yes. Did you ever believe that Rachel Weiss and David Harbour had turned on them? Um, maybe Rachel Weiss because I liked the a little bit of a swerve there. I kind of thought we were actually setting up David Harbour to die, but I'm glad we didn't. Um, I, not really. I do like, however, that they didn't try to like hand wave away the fucking shitty shit these people did. Like it's like yeah. all of these people are really kind of fucked up. Uh, especially like I liked the that they read. David Harbour, Alexei's the riot act for letting them be a part of the red room. Cause he has to, he makes a decision in that moment and, and then being like, yeah, it ruined, it literally ruined our lives. So kind of, kind of fuck you. Like we need your help yeah. right now, but kind of fuck you. I was like, yeah, good. You should, that he, what he did was really bad. You should tell him that. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that that was a cool, just the way that they played it all out and that the audience is kind of in the dark on some things and then things are revealed, even if you could predict or guess or whatever. I just like the way that they played that entire situation out. My only issue is I wish we could have spent a little bit more time with Rachel Wise. One, because yeah. Rachel Wise. And two, her, her character is really interesting. Like her connection to whatever, all that's going on is actually really compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, but I didn't, I didn't love the like, that was part of my issue with the third act where we kept flashing back to like back in the house. We're like, and then we did this and then we did that. I was like, I don't. Yeah. This is too much. This is too the Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It's like I put those pieces together already. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm glad we didn't live with the, you know, she breaks her nose, so she's the fair one or whatever. I'm like I'm glad we didn't yeah. live with that little CG nose for it's like that's a little distracting. <laughs> I agree. You're on the same page. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but um but yeah, I I I don't know, really excited about what the movie did. Again, um very excited for what we're doing in phase four just because it feels so unpredictable. And I think also when it comes to stuff like what I've liked more with Taskmaster's character. And I guess, yes, but like I'm also indoctrinated enough at this point that like, I'm wait, I wait for the Disney plus show that like dives into more. Like at this point I know like, would I've liked more with Zemo and civil war? Yeah. But then we get him in Falcon winter soldier and it's great. So it's like, yeah, I guess now I'm no. at the point where like everybody else was originally like, I'll just, I'll guess I'll just wait. I just, you know, it's it, it, and nothing. I mean, they're standalones, but they're not fucking standalones. Yeah. We'll get there. If, if it clicks, if it works, if it, like I didn't, I, I, there's a lot I like about Iron Man three, especially revisiting it. 
I didn't love the, I, I like the idea behind the Mandarin reveal. I did I, in, in practice, I didn't love it so much, but guess what? I just had to wait for Shang-Chi and now we're getting the Mandarin I know. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a waiting game. <laughs> is that the way movies should work? I don't fucking know. Listen, this is the world we live in. All right. I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So with Black Widow, all this stuff, where where would you like to see us go? Like more standalone movies, more prequel movies. We're, we're kind of getting a better sense of what Marvel's doing in phase four. As we wrap up, what would you like? What, what do you like? What would you like to see more of? I'm not, I don't feel like I need more prequel movies, like nothing earlier than this. Um, maybe down the line, but as of now, not really. Uh, I'm just excited to live with our the characters that we are setting up. I'm excited to live with them in phase four. And so I want that. I also want to see them interact with our characters that we've had that are moving forward into phase four. So I, I think that they're on the right track and path and they've just managed to do such an excellent job of making me give a fuck about so many people. Yes. So many. I care about so many of them. That's why like usually when there's a, you know, even like the justice league, there's the people that I really want to spend more time with. And there's people like, I don't care as much about you. Mm-hmm. And even with that, that's like, there's like a fucking handful of them. Yeah. This, there's dozens of people that I like legitimately want to know more about. Yeah. And that's the fact that they've been able to do that is, is what makes it stand apart from any other franchise that's ever existed. Yeah. Like Yelena Belova, that's the character's name, right? The yeah. is such a, like, she's, the other Black Widow in the con- like she did she's 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 a a small entry on the Black Widow page. It doesn't really matter. If you had told me that like no, actually Elena's actually going to be one of your favorite Marvel characters, just give it a couple years, I would have been like, oh, you're, that's crazy talk. That's crazy. Like, Why? Yeah. How is that possible? And it's yeah. like that, yeah, now it's like I can't, I cannot wait to see more of this character. I cannot wait to see her interact with Hawkeye. I can't wait to see her be on a team with Sam Wilson's Captain America and see those two characters butt heads because they will yeah. not get along. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. no way they're going to get along. That's a great pitch. Yeah. And I'm so excited for it. I can't. I literally can't wait. Did I ever want to see Red Guardian interact with anybody ever in anything? No. I, I want to see Red Guardian show up. Will he be part of the Avengers? I don't fucking know, but like, I can't wait to see him. Totally. Because you care. You actually give a shit about that character, yeah. Maybe he throws down with Thor in Love and Thunder. I don't fucking know, but I'm excited to see it now. <laughs> Luckily, it's not your job to know. It's not my job to know. I just get to go along for the ride, and I hope that everybody watched it was like me, because I didn't, I didn't even know Ray Winstone was in the movie until I sat yeah. down. I was like, wait, is that Ray Winstone? Uh-huh. And and I didn't know Olga Kurylenko. I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. Olga Kurylenko was in there. And by the way, she was a Bond girl. She's been in a lot of mainstream. You don't you don't cast that person if Taskmaster is never going to show up again. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, and they're like, we're taking her with us to fix her. Yeah, so. it's like, yeah, you don't you don't cast her to be like, oh, there's her messed up face, and then we all move on. Like that's not how that works. Uh, you could have cast a stunt person for that. Yeah, totally, totally. I'm so with you on that, too. So let us know what you think is the future of everything in the universe that is Marvel with the What Ifs and the Black Widows. And who would you like to see Yelena butt heads with and possibly fight before they become friends? Let us know in the comments down below. Comments down below. This isn't a YouTube. I mean, this the live is a YouTube video, but this is a podcast. You're going to have to tweet us. Speaking of tweeting us, Roxy, where can they find you? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And what are you, what, what are the world girls doing? You're so, you're so gosh dang close to your birthday. What are you doing? I know, I know. Oh, I'm turning 30 and that's on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we're doing a birthday celebration on air with everybody. So we're giving my thirties a whirl, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, we did a whole six flags thing that's coming at the end of the month. It's uh, really, really, truly our strangest episode yet. So looking cool. forward to that one. Uh, and we just gave Mental Health a World this past Wednesday with Dr. Drea Letamendi. So if you are struggling right now, I think she's really cool and helpful and gives some very, very positive, useful tips. But also she is a doctor who is, um, she does like focuses on uh, Arkham Asylum and like who's crazy, who's not, how villains get to be the way they are, how heroes do. So she was just gave some really interesting cakes. And I'll let you know, DJ, that she did, in fact, tell me that it is okay that Loki wants to hook up with Loki 
from a doctor's perspective. So cool. I just I just really think that they I don't know if they even possibly could, but they should not have babies together because that probably would not be okay. Mm-hmm. There would probably be some problems, possibly on a cosmic level. <laughs> okay. Also, I got to say, you know, you've been on your Instagram. Anybody that doesn't follow at Roxy Shire, you should. You've been posting your pictures leading up to your 30th birthday, and we're getting very close. And I'm, I'm actually genuinely surprised at still how different you look as close as we are. Today, so I'm going to do 26 today. That's when I start to look more like this. It's going to be mm-hmm. weird doing 26, 27, 28, and 29. Those four ones, I'm like, how am I going to make this interesting? Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, I definitely still look so different. I think it's because of the brown hair, too. Maybe. Maybe. That's probably a big difference. But anyway, with me, you can follow me at DJ Talks Trash everywhere that matters. Please, 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 for the love of God, go to hellbentcomicbook.com if you haven't already checked it out. Please go. Please support the comic, if not for me, if for the wonderful people that I collaborated on this comic with. Also, if you already have contributed, share it out. We've only got a few days left. Share it out. Let's get the word out. Let's reach that next stretch goal. And for every, and also, if you've already contributed, thank you so much. Oh, for the love of God, thank you. I really appreciate it. And you can follow this show everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers. But on Twitter, you can get the vowels from stupid. Thank you all for joining us. That is it for this week. We will see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Bye, everybody.